This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. My Volcano Reality is nothing but the opinion of power. Old Witch's Proverb 1. The jogger, the first person to see the peak of the volcano sprouting from the middle of the reservoir in Central Park in the early hours of June 2nd, thought the volcano was a breaching humpback whale. But as split second turned to two, turned to five, the jogger didn't see the form rise or fall, and it peaked at only about eight feet high from the surface of the water. She stared at it for a full minute, stretching all the while, before continuing her run. She couldn't afford to stop any longer because she didn't want her heart rate to drop. By noon, the same jogger would approach a local news crew in the park, saying that she was the first to have seen it. She was. And that her mind first thought it was a humpback whale. On several of the evening news broadcasts, they put a photo of the volcano rising in the park next to a photo of the humpback whale breaching off the coast of Rockaway Beach, perfectly foregrounding the Empire State Building. Viewers were asked to respond on social media if they thought there was a resemblance or not. Two news anchors believed the resemblance was there, but four others didn't. A great many people mocked the jogger relentlessly on Twitter. Near as many people commented on her looks. When asked why she, the jogger, didn't report what she'd seen when she first saw it, she didn't have an answer. She grew quiet. The dead air that followed filled the noise-hungry microphone with the sound of camera mirrors flapping until she added... You never think you're seeing something new anymore. I figured it was old news. I didn't want to say anything because someone would tell me they knew, that everyone already knew. Also, I had six more miles to run. 2. Waking up on the street that mid-afternoon on June 2nd, Jahan Mokri thought he was dreaming. He woke up and stumbled into the talk, the talk of some thing rising from Central Park. He was near the East Village and went down into the subway, jumped the turnstiles to climb onto the train that ran uptown to the park. The attendant in the booth yelled emptily to him, knowing he was paid enough to be outraged but not to take action. He didn't want to think of Jahan as a human being, otherwise he might have chased him down. Jahan sardined his way uptown and surfaced near the Met to try and walk into the park. It was bustling with life but he pushed his way toward the reservoir. The crowd gave in to his pressures. Police were trying to keep the huge swell of people out of the park, but the bodies had no better place to be, to force themselves, and so the cries of the police were largely ignored. There was nothing they could do. Eventually, Jahan made it to the tall metal fence and could see it, the short jut coming out of the water. There was a small dinghy with a camera crew and police in life vests embarking from the shore toward it. There were ducks on the water, confused more by the crowd than what was growing in the reservoir. There were more cameras than eyes on the growing mass. The crowd behind them were all holding their phones in the air like periscopes. Somewhere, an opportunist walked through the tight crowd, plucking phones from upraised hands. Fights started, all elbows. Jahan was unimpressed by what would eventually be identified as a volcano. Near him, a woman was being interviewed. There were at least 30 microphones stuck in her face. Jahan tried to get close, to hear what she was saying, but was pushed away by an intern. 
Jahan had not been touched directly in so long, so he kept pushing himself toward the woman. And the intern panicked, used both hands, and soon the whole surrounding crowd, the whole city, seemed to turn on Jahan with open, pushing hands, groping him, trying to stop his momentum and quiet his screaming. Many of the camera operators paused their shots, took five, waited for him to be subdued, while almost as many others turned their cameras toward him. The woman, no longer wearing her running shorts or her sweat-stained crop top, watched. Had she still been wearing her heart rate monitor, it would have beeped at her. You bastards, a voice cried, sinking into the crowd. You bastards.